This is the Inkabal Science Show. This is the Beat 97.9 FM. Good morning. Welcome to the Inkabal Science Show. My name is Alon Tobai Yusuf. Good to have you join us on the edition of the show. The Inkabal Science Show, of course, comes your way every Monday, 9 to 9.45. Apologies for starting a little bit behind schedule. Uh, of course, uh, the show will bring you a pre-broadcast every Thursday at 5 p.m. You can also listen and download previous episodes on Google Podcast on the Inkabal Science Show. You can also listen as well via Anchor. So basically, every uh, Monday at 9 a.m., we'll bring experts into the studio to help us dissect uh, different science-related topics. It's a show about science, for science, so come along with us on today's episode. So today, we'll be looking at the basis of plant life. Last week, we looked at basis of uh, animal life from the angle of animal cells. So today, we'll, come, we'll continue the conversation from the angle of plant, what distinguishes plant from other forms of life, basically. So our guest today is Professor O.J. Oyetunji is a lecturer in the Department of Botany in the University of Ibadan. So we're trying to understand the complex process of life. We know that it's essential that we have a good grasp of the basis, which is the cell. So everything that happens at the tissue, organ, or system level has a cell origin. So we'll be looking at the plant cell and the various organelles to distinguish plants from other forms of life. So let's welcome our guest and to Professor uh, Professor Yetunji from the Department of Botany, University of Ibadan. Professor, thank you so much for yeah, being a part of the show. Thank you very much. Good to have you. Thank you. So, um, let, let's start off with, um, of course, I mentioned that last week we talked about it from the animal angle. So, today okay. we're looking at it from the uh, plant angle. So, let's look at the origin of plant cell and what distinguishes plant from other f- forms of life. Well, as we said, uh, the plants also are composed of uh, cells, several forms of cells, and they are the basic unit of life in plants, which means mm. without these uh, cells, there won't be what we call uh, plants. So the cells are the basic functional and structural, structural unit of plants. Mm. So they are very, very important. Just as they are in Just humans and animals. animals. Mm. And I used to tell uh, my people, that uh, without cells, we are nothing. Mm. That is, uh, living things are nothing but aggregation of cells. Everything that do happen in living things are carried out by the cells themselves. So we are just uh, like a manifestations of what goes on inside the cells. Different cells. Different cells. Mm. And then we have uh, different cells that are aggregated together to form what we call uh, a whole organism. You start from the cells, the cells will aggregate to form tissues, several tissues will aggregate to form organs. Organs will also aggregate to, to form what we call a system. Mm. And the systems will now form a complete whole organism. That is, uh, now we are talking of plant. That is uh, a complete plant. So, so for instance, in humans, for getting to plants, you have, you know, the cell forming tissue, forming organ, forming the, for instance, the circulatory system, Cell. and then forming the, the human life. The human life. Mm. So, let's go, to, go into plants now. From how the cells are formed, tissues, organ, and system, basically what distinguishes them from uh, animals? Well, the plant cells are very, very unique mm. from the, the animal cells. Because uh, they possess uh, what we call uh, cell walls. 
cell walls are very unique uh, structure in plant cells and it may it makes them to be very rigid and uh, to have a shape unlike animal cells that are not all that rigid because they have only a uh, cell membrane the plant cells uh, possess uh, this is a cellular cell wall that we call a cellular cell wall. Mm. So they are very strong and they're very rigid. So they normally give shape to the plant cells and then they give rigidity to the plant cells. So the plant cells cannot really expand to a larger extent compared to animal cells that can expand and expand and burst later. So the plant cells cannot burst because they are the cellulose cell wall confers a rigidity on the plant cells. So the plant cells they cannot really expand as we have it in animal cells. So they cannot burst, mm. no matter the amount of water in the environment. So they can burst. So that makes them to be unique and different from animal cells. Okay. Apart from that, we have uh, what we call the central vacuum, the large central vacuum. This one is also prominent in plant cells. You can get that in animal cells. But the animal cells, they have tiny, tiny vacuoles, several of them. But these tiny, tiny vacuoles uh, collapse in animal cells, I mean plant cells, to form a very large central vacuum. And that's another distinguishing feature from plant cells, I mean animal cells. Mm. Apart from that, uh, we also have uh, the chloroplast. Chloroplast, uh, that's where we have a uh, production of uh, food that is a uh, photosynthesis. Photosynthesis uh, do take place uh, inside the chloroplast. Chloroplasts are organelles inside uh, the plant cells. So they are responsible for production of uh, the food that all of us uh, rely upon. Mm. So I normally say that without these uh, chloroplasts, they may not be alive in these uh, planets. Because uh, that's the only organ endowed with the capacity to photosynthesize. That is to produce uh, all organic uh, materials that all of us depend upon. That is uh, the heterotrophs. So these are the three distinguishing features of plant cells from animal cells. So when you say a typical plant cell, we readily recognize it. With those uh, three features, mm. that these are typical plant cells. Okay, let, let's now look at different organelles that make up the plant cell and the roles that they play. So we have uh, several organelles in the plant cells. The first one is uh, the. Okay, let's talk about the, the cell wall itself. Mm. The cell wall protects the whole cell. That is, uh, anything that happens to the cell will be a little bit been uh, shielded by the cell wall cell. So it's very rigid and it doesn't allow any th- just anything to harm the mm. plant cell. So they are protected by the, uh, the, the cell, wall. cell wall cell. So apart from that, we have uh, the cell membrane that uh, we normally refer to as a semi-permeable membrane. This one is uh, very important to the life of plant cells as well because uh, they regulate what comes in and what uh, goes out of uh, the plant cells. So if anything is very large that they fail to destroy the plant cells, so the cell membrane will try to 
disallow that from gaining uh, entry into mm. the plant cells. So we have that. So apart from these uh, two, inside the plant cell, we have uh, several organelles embedded, like uh, the chloroplast I talk about. The function of the chloroplast is to is to process uh, sunlight, water, and carbon dioxide into several organic compounds. So we call this a process uh, photosynthesis. Mm. So which is a, a very basic uh, feature of uh, any plant cell. So the uh, the chloroplast possesses a uh, array of uh, chlorophyll molecules. We have uh, different types of uh, chlorophyll molecules that are arranged inside these uh, chloroplast. The chlorophyll molecules are green in nature. So that makes the the leaf of plant cells to be green. So when you see like, the leaf uh, looking greenish, it's just as a result of uh, the presence of uh, chlorophyll molecules. And these chlorophyll molecules are right inside the chloroplast to make them to be able to trap the solar energy, mm. convert this uh, solar energy into chemical energy. That is uh, the ATP. ATP is very useful for the cells because uh, they need energy and the energy is derived from the presence of ATP. This ATP is normally being produced uh, through the process of uh, uh, photosynthesis which is uh, the basic uh, function of a typical chloroplast. So and uh, apart from that we also have a mitochondrium that is the depolarized mitochondria. So these are like uh, the powerhouse of any cell. Mm. So where respiration do occur, the mitochondria are responsible for breaking down of uh, the organic uh, compounds right inside the cells in order to produce uh, the necessary energy mm. for the cells uh, to utilize. As uh, we do eat food, maybe in several forms, could be the gare, could be the rice or beans. So the cells also do utilize uh, these organic compounds to generate their own energy. And that is in form of uh, respiration. So they carry out respiration. And uh, this is done mainly by the mitochondria inside the plant cells. It's another important organelle inside the plant cell. And it's very, very very, very useful, very, very important to the life of any particular cell because that's why we have uh, the generation of uh, energy mm. that it says we need to carry out their daily functions, their daily activities. So that is uh, one, another important uh, uh, organ. Mm. And uh, the most important one that we call the nucleus, though I didn't define the organ in the first instance, okay. any organ is a uh, any inclusion inside the cell that are covered by membranes. They have uh, their own form of a membrane. They are enveloped. They are protected. And many of them, they have uh, their own genome. That is, uh, they have their own array of uh, DNA. DNA. So, which means uh, they can reproduce uh, themselves. So, nucleus is uh, one very important uh, organ uh, uh, it's been surrounded or been enveloped by what you call the nuclear membrane. And this is uh, what you can call the engine room 
of any plant cell mm. because it controls all the activities of the plant cells like uh, uh, reproduction like uh, production of uh, proteins dna it has uh, its own dna and all these uh, are occurring inside the nucleus mm. so it's like uh, the living part of uh, the cell itself it controls uh, like uh, the brain box Okay, like uh, the brain box of uh, the emoto now. You know how important it is. So a nucleus like uh, the brain box of uh, a complete cell. So and uh, the nucleus uh, in the plant cells are what you call the true nucleus. No other form of uh, plants like mm. a bacteria may not have a true nucleus. So but uh, any eukaryotic cell like a plant cell will possess a true nucleus which is enveloped. So, all these uh, genetic materials are stored in the nucleus. So, when there is a reproduction, you will see that uh, a typical maogany plant, we also, we always produce uh, maogany plants. When you talk of uh, cassava, cassava, we always give rise to cassava. It's because of uh, these hereditary uh, materials uh, processed right in inside the, the nucleus. Mm -hmm. So, it it controls uh, all the activities. That's why cassava cannot produce cocoa. <laughs> so because of uh, the function of yeah. uh, nucleus, it, it has uh, all this DNA mm. that are specific for certain uh, purpose. So that's nucleus. So we have a vacuole as well. Mm. Vacuole is also regarded as organelle because it has its own uh, envelope, its, its own uh, membranes. It's also equally important because it maintains the water balance in the plants. It contains a lot of uh, salts, a lot of salts, a lot of uh, pigments. So because of that, it tries to control the water potential of any cell. That is, uh, the amount of water a, a particular plant cell can absorb at a particular time will depend on the concentration of these uh, solutes mm. inside the, uh, the vacuole, the large vacuole, the central large vacuole. So, and uh, when water now gets into the vacuole, the vacuole starts to expand and pushes the cytoplasm of the cell against the cell wall. So, you now say the, uh, the, the leaf is turgid or the plant cell is uh, turgid. So it's because of uh, the activities of uh, this uh, vacuum that is uh, that is uh, controlling how turgid a particular cell is or how turgid the leaves are. So they are very important as well, and they also act as a storage uh, organ. No, no, no! Don't let me say organ. Organ now. Organ. No, they are organs as well. That's why they are called organ. Small organs. Organs. Oh, okay. Small organs. That's uh, the. The, because they are very small in nature and they have uh, their own uh, complete array of a uh, genome. Mm. So they are referred to as organs, but uh, small organs. Okay. That's why we have uh, organs. Organize, yeah. So the, the vacuole are very important that wise. Then we have uh, the ribosomes as well. The ribosomes are the site of uh, protein production. The site of uh, protein production, they are responsible for uh, production of proteins in plant cells. You know, in animal cells, uh, they equally have all these things, except uh, those three 
uh, organizer that talk about in the first uh, uh, state of this uh, lecture. So they have uh, ribosomes just like animals cells in order to pro to produce uh, proteins. So ribosomes are also uh, being uh, synthesized or controlled by nucleus. That's why they are very close to nucleus. And then uh, they are arranged at the surface of the uh, endoplasmic uh, reticulum. Mm. These are the extension of uh, the nuclear membrane. So they are like uh, sacs where ribosomes are attached for production of uh, uh, um, proteins. Apart from proteins, uh, rib uh, this endoplasmic reticulum also are involved in production of uh, many other uh, organic compounds that are useful inside the cells or outside the cell. So endoplasmic reticulum are very close to the nucleus and they are attached to the nuclear membrane. Mm. And uh, they have uh, two different types. You have uh, the smooth ones, you have uh, the rough ones. The rough ones uh, are where we have attachment of uh, ribosomes. So the presence of ribosomes makes them to look uh, rough. So that's why they are being referred to as a rough endoplasmic reticulum. Mm. And basically for production of proteins. I know there's a long list of the organelles, but we'll take a short break. Mm. When we'll get back, we'll continue uh, looking at the organelles and the functions that they play, the role that they play in a plant cell. It's the Incubus Science Show. We're looking at uh, the basis of plant life, a continuation of what we did last week, which was the discussion on the basis of uh, animal life. Remember, the Incubus Science Show comes your way every Monday, 9 o'clock to 9.45. You can also join us for a pre-broadcast of each episode on Thursday at 5 p.m. Our guest in the studio is Professor Oyetunji uh, from the Department of Botany, University of Ibadan. When we get back, we'll continue the conversation. Also, uh, open the phone lines in case you have any questions for our guests in the studio. Don't go away. We'll be back in a moment. Dad, why does the sun follow me everywhere I go? I think it's actually just everywhere you go. What do you mean, Daddy? My son. Well, science explains how the Earth revolves around the sun. Interesting, Dad. I thought the Earth is a stationary object. How does it revolve around the sun? Hmm. I don't have an accurate answer for this, but I do know where to find answers. The Inkaba Science Show on the Beat 97.9 FM. Ibado. Okay, Daddy. Son, where are you off to? I'm off to tell my friends to tune in to the Inkaba Science Show. Every Monday on the Beats 97.9 FM Ibadan by 9 a.m. And also catch the repeat broadcast on Thursday by 5 p.m. We can't miss it. The Inkaba Science Show, powered by Inkaba Biotech, Africa's genomics company. This is the Inkaba Science Show. Welcome back. It's the Inkaba Science Show brought to you by uh, Inkaba Biotech. My name is Alon Tabaisu. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. We're looking at uh, the basis of um, 
uh, plant life, uh, talking about the uh, cell versus organelles to distinguish plants from other forms of life. You can be a part of the conversation by calling 0700 1979. That's 0700 1979. Our guest in the studio is Professor Yetenji from the Department of Botany, Botany University of Ibadan. You can also listen to the Inkaba Science Show. Uh, okay, we have a caller. Hello, good morning. Hello. Okay, hello. Good morning. Your name, where are you calling from? My name is Soji. I'm calling from Akubo. Good to have you, sir. Uh, I just, I'm not science-oriented, but I got, I came in when you were explaining that uh, some uh, cells are protected by the hard part of, I can't really remember, you know, and that uh, it is the hard part that actually protects the inner cells from getting damaged. Are you referring to trees like Europa tree, for example, or all these big trees? Then, if that is the case, what happens to all these, uh, our soft vegetables like pepper that we eat, that we don't use our finger to break? <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you for your question. I'm sure Prof will be doing justice to the question. Yes, Prof. Okay, thank you, sir. Uh, well, that is why we are here. Yeah. We are really talking about the cells, a typical plant cell. So, he, so he said that. He mentioned the, the hard part. Uh, the hard part. Yes. So the cell is uh, protected by the cell wall. That is the outer cover of a typical plant cell. It's called cell wall. And the cell wall is made up of uh, many things, like a tuberine, cellulose. So he's asking if, is that why the Iroko tree, for instance, is very hard? Uh, and if you're no, saying no, that no. the hard part, that's how a, come the, what you describe as stator, for instance, is very soft and you can pluck uh, it? That's where I'm going. So uh, uh, maybe <laughs> let's take this one, then you answer everything together, okay, Prof. Okay. Uh, hello. Good morning, Prof. Good morning, sir. Yes, sir. I'm a regular caller. Okay. Okay, well, I go ahead. I was able to call in when they were talking about Geno. Okay. Because I'm kind of busy here. All right. From New Zealand. All right. Uh, Mr. Thomas, thank you for not carrying off my assignment. <laughs> Let me try and answer that, man, because I was following. Okay. The shape, rigidity in the sense of shape, shape of the material, the, of the plant. That's what he's trying to talk. And for us, a shape, because the cellulose is standing, the cell wall is standing. Shape, shape. I, my own question is... Uh, can we not be using so far plants are that strong? Why can we not be using them to build houses? Like make, instead of using concrete blocks and uh, cement and uh, all your stone, basically, sorry, why not use timber? If they are that strong that they won't allow anything, they can't bust like animal cells and all the rest. Thank you. Let me reserve your other question for another time. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Although I can't remember the assignment you gave me, but I'll, I'll try to remember. Thank you. Prof. So uh, let's finish off um, okay. Mr. Sajid's question the, yes. before we talk about all this question. The, the plant cell is uh, what you are talking about right now, not the whole plant. The plant cell is being covered by cell wall, cellulose cell wall. It's very rigid and strong to protect the this entire cell itself so that the cell will not be damaged. So but when we now come to the, you are referring to seed, that is that why the seed is hard also. Mm. The seed also has its own outer cover that we call the tester that protects the seed, the entire seed, from being damaged. So 
the outer cover of uh, this uh, seed are made up of uh, this uh, cellulose as well. The cellulose uh, wall, but at a very large uh, content now, comparing to one single cell. So the seed is covered by a tester, and that tester is uh, made up of a uh, cellulose wall. The not only cellulose wall, many things are also embedded, like a uh, suberin, lignin, and uh, all these uh, tannin are deposited there to make it uh, stronger, even than the cell wall we are talking about. So, so, what so even with the rocotrol, we are talking about is the inside of it, not the, the outer part. Not the outer. Okay. So. The Iroko, uh, the the last speaker. Yeah, that uh, the plants are so strong. Can we use very, them as alternative? Exactly. In the early days, uh, we used them as alternative. We use them to roof our houses. Even when you go to most of uh, these uh, construction uh, companies, when they have uh, sites, scaffolding. Uh, yeah. Yes, you see them using them uh, even to build uh, their own uh, caravans. But nowadays, because of uh, maybe the love for aesthetic things, we believe uh, that uh, the woods are no longer fashionable, they are not uh, beautiful, but you can make them colorful, if uh, that's what you want. But I'm telling you, they are very, very strong. Mm. And uh, mo most of these uh, trees, they are stronger than irons in some cases. When you measure that, that these uh, tensile strength, you will discover that they are very, very strong. Mm. When particularly the the bamboo tree is a, is a very strong uh, plant when you see it, you can use it to construct many things. Mm. So we, if we can refer back to the whole date, maybe, maybe mm. we use uh, all these uh, 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 plants. Zero seven hundred one thousand nine seven nine. Um, hello. Mm. Exactly. Stones. Because I heard, I read that they are even stronger than to the extent of stones. Some are even stronger than stones. And you mentioned it just now. Some are even tensile strength of some of these are stronger than iron. That some are even stronger than iron. I've heard like, there are some trees that if you are trying to cut it, it will be like you are cutting an iron. Okay. A rod of iron. So that's my question. About the mitochondria, sir. And uh, I want to compare. I want you to compare mitochondria and uh, this one that says most important chloroplast that produce the green matter that produce the chloroplast. Uh, food for us and everything. Yeah. I did not the same thing. Distinct. You say mitochondria is the powerhouse, and the other one is producing food for the whole universe. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you for your question. Zero seven hundred one thousand nine seven. I think a call is trying to come in. I'm trying to see if it comes in. We'll just get it and then you answer both together. Zero seven hundred one thousand nine seven nine. Okay, it's not it's not coming, so you can okay. answer a little question. I love that your question. Uh, mitochondria and the chloroplast okay. the call is in, prof. Let's yeah. take it and then we'll answer it to together. Hello. 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 Yes. Hello. Morning. Yeah, I'm Kenny from Adidas. Oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so um, you made mention of uh, chlorophyll, uh, which is a pigment that produces um, the green color of plants. So what about other plants that have other colors, like yellow or red? Uh, what is the organism that produces that? Did you get the prop? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you.
Okay. Okay. So let's start. Uh, which let's one start do you want from the, from the f- f- last? That uh, okay. the chloro. I'm sorry. Uh, chloroplasts and mitochondria originated from the same source, and uh, they get they got uh, differentiated along the way to perform uh, different functions. The the two of them are maybe let me see that uh, they are somehow connected. Without one, there may not be the other. The chloroplast will produce the food materials mm. that all of us uh, do consume. So these materials need to be broken down to release energy stored in them. The essence of uh, the chloroplast is to produce uh, this energy in form of food. This energy are not readily being made available to cells until they are broken down into simpler ones simpler materials so it is not the function of a uh, mitochondria to break down these uh, food materials mm. produced by chloroplast into simpler ones so that the cells can use uh, these uh, simpler materials you know they cannot ingest uh, eba, uh, uh, gari or fufu the way we ingest yes. them so they have even the cell of the body after injecting those uh, solid materials, like uh, your beans, rice, it has to be broken down to simpler ones. So that's the, pro- that's the essence of a uh, mitochondria in the cells. Mm. The mitochondria will break down these organic materials into simpler ones in order to release energy for the cells to use. So okay. that's why at times when you cannot eat uh, solid food, you are being given glucose. Glucose is there. Uh, a very fine material, the last products that the cell can absorb directly without being broken down again. You can break uh, glucose down to any other material. Mm. You can break starch down to glucose or fructose, but those are the final products products mm. that the cell will now absorbed, use, yeah. absorb. So that is uh, the function of uh, mitochondria, to break down the starch, the other carbohydrates, that, uh, that we are produced by chloroplasts down to these simpler ones like glucose, fructose that the cells can use directly. So that, those are just the differences mm-hmm. between chloroplasts and mitochondria. Though they originated from the same source. No, okay, what about the... the uh, I said that um, you talked about the green part of the plant. Uh, why do we now have um, yes. some red plants? Some, you no, know. Uh, those uh, things... It's not that uh, you see them... Okay, let me talk uh, more about that. We have uh, different uh, plastics. Mm. We have uh, three major plastics. The, the, the first one is uh, the, chloro, the chlorophyll I talked about, mm. that are green color. So we have a chromoplast that can produce uh, several other pigments, like green pig... I mean, uh, yellow pigments, red pigments... And, and in some cases, uh, blue pigments. So those ones are produced by another plastics. Mm. So when you see uh, a plant or a flower that is reddish, it means uh, the chromoplast produce uh, that pigment, red pigment. And the red pigment are stored in the vacuole. If it is yellow, it is the function of a chromoplast that will produce a yellow coloration. Mm. And these are also stored in the 
uh, and the vacuo. Okay. So the plant can produce uh, many, many colors. Prof, I want you to hold that on thought. Their needs. I want you to hold that thought. Hello. Okay. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. I, I tried the other question I mean, that why can't we use plants to build as instead of stones and uh, cement and rocks and all the rest? Because some are so strong as you confirm there, are so strong as iron. Even stronger than iron, then testing the precise fact. So in short, this is a research something that I'm preaching to you people in your faculty or something like that and develop on that okay. so that we can alternate for cement. Okay. At least alternate you down this from that angle. Then uh, about the common plants, uh, about the one pigment and other. There are some plants that micro level that are not even green in color. color that are bacterial level. They have whitish and all the rest color, grayish and all the rest color. What is responsible for that? And about vacuums, sir. Okay, let me leave it so that you Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Olu. Okay, so um I, I guess the other question about pigmentation is related to what you were answering before, so I'll just let you go on with it. So, we have a different uh, about three major protoplasts. Mm. We have uh, the chloroplast that will produce uh, uh, chlorophyll molecules and those are they will appear green whenever you see them. Then we have a chromoplast that will produce uh, many other pigments. Be it uh, red, be it uh, yellow pigment or blue pigment. That is the function of a chromoplast. Then you have a leucoplast. Those ones, uh, they, they are colorless. Uh, they will produce a colorless uh, pigments that mm -hmm. uh, maybe is referring to as a white. The, these uh, colorless pigments are produced by leucoplast. So it depends on the need of uh, the plant as well as uh, the the genetic composition of uh, that plant. Mm. The genetic composition of the plant. You know, I told you that the uh, Iroko tree will never uh, uh, produce uh, uh, like uh, mahogany. Yeah, mahogany is different from they are all trees. So the those ones that appear red. They are not, they just a kind of a coloration to mask. They also have a green coloration mm. underneath those uh, reddish color. Oh, so they because uh, if not, they won't be able to photosynthesize, they won't be able so to. The green is important, the green part of uh, the plant is very, very important. Okay, without that uh, green color, no plant will be able to produce, produce anything, and they won't be able to survive, they won't be able to live. So when a plant appears uh, yellowish in color, like uh, those uh, beautiful flowers, they have uh, green, green underneath. color underneath those uh, yellow coloration. Even if it is a, uh, what do you call it, red. If you observe very well, pick that red leaf, observe it very well. You will see patches of uh, green yeah. colors. So those... Without that, the plant will not be able to survive. And, and then Olu gave you a challenge that uh, you should research on um, how we can uh, use plants as an alternative to cement. Uh, uh, yeah, that thing has been ongoing for long. We have uh, a department, a whole department assigned to that. That is a wood technology. Mm. That is their work. So where whatever we discover in the botany, they take it like up. They are all like applied. Uh, both me so whatever we discover they make it into they transform it into a commercial purpose 
So they've done several researches on that, but you know our nature is only the 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 Yibos, the, uh, the white that uh, the, that loves uh, using all these uh, planks or so. Mm. By the time they color it, they beautify it. It looks so beautiful than any any stone or any iron, mm. and they love those things. That's why they come to come and pick all our okay uh, our timber. Olu, okay. Okay, thank you, Olu, for calling again. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Olu. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, so um, let, let's quickly uh, see if we can cover the remaining organelles before we go, because we have a um, few minutes left on, okay. on the show. Yes. Uh, maybe let me mention some, uh, maybe two or more important Important ones, yeah. Uh, you have uh, the Gogai apparatus, or the, what you could, some people refer to as uh, Gogai bodies. So they are like uh, pipes, conducting pipes, the function of that is just to transport uh, one compound or one material from one part of the cell to another part. Mm. You know, there must be a kind of a tra- transport mechanism. So this is a transportation of uh, materials from one place to the other is uh, basically carried out by the Gogai bodies or the Gogai apparatus. Then we have, uh, we've talked about, uh, okay, the lysosomes. That's a very important uh, organelle. Lysosomes are responsible for breakdown of uh, the worn out uh, organelles. When the organelles are old and they are worn out, so it's the function of uh, the organelles to destroy them so that they will not uh, become, become a nuisance mm. to the cell or b- poisonous to the cell. So this is the function of lysosomes to break down these uh, worn out organelles. Uh, uh, organelles. That is uh, the older ones that are no longer functioning very well. Then the food materials, the excess food materials are also being destroyed by the lysosomes mm. just to help the cell to have a very heavy uh, life. Then the, the perio- peroxisomes also, they are equally important because uh, they try to they try to destroy or build uh, the hydrogen peroxide. These are the radicals in the in the cells. That's why nowadays we have anti antioxidant, antioxidant. The function of antioxidant is to absorb these uh, radicals and destroy them. Because the radicals that are produced uh, during metabolism mm. must not be allowed to wander in the system. If not, they will destroy the cells, they will destroy the system, heat up the system, and then the you just discover that the organism is no longer functioning very well. The organism is sick one way or the other. So the peroxisome will now take care of uh, that 
to destroy some of the radicals. So they are involved in the catalyst production of catalyst destruction or peroxidase mm. destruction. Thank you very much, Professor Yetunji, for being a part of the Inkaba Science Show. It's been a very informative session Thank with you. you Thank you uh, for being a part of the show. Stay tuned to Abbey Station. Remember, you can be a part of the Inkaba Science Show, even the repeat broadcast on Thursday at 5 p.m. But the show comes away every Monday, 9 o'clock till 9.45. Um, okay, uh, I think Olu is calling back again. Let's give Olu the chance one more time. Okay. Okay, that, uh, uh, after the show. That will be after the show. Thank you. Thank you, Olu. Thank you, Olu. Thank you. Okay, so I think Olu has broken our record today. Calling how many times now? Like four or five times? Times now. <laughs> Thank you very much, Prof, for Thank being a part you, of the show. You, so you can also listen to the Inkaba Science Show um, on the Inkaba Science Show on um, Anchor, Spotify, and Google Podcast. Thank you for listening.